are back in the Football Shed, the podcast for fans in the wrong time zone. My name's John Hewitt and Roger Gibbs is here. Hello. G'day, Rog. And today we are recording the first of a series of Shed Specials, which I can never actually say. Shed Special. That was pretty good, John, I think. I did all right then. (laughs) And basically we are talking to a bunch of uh, fans from across Australia who are fans of Premier League teams. Um, And we're going to get their opinions and thoughts on what the season looks like this year. Um, And for the first one, we're talking to Leeds United fan Marcus. Hey, Marcus, how are you going? Hey, good. Thanks for coming on the Football Shed. Um, and you're a member of the Leeds New South Wales fan group, is that right? That's correct. Excellent. Um, now, just to get to know you a little bit before we start talking about Leeds, um, we've come up with a game to get your opinion on a few things in football. The game is called Zidane or Kilban. So basically, if it's good, it's Zidane. If it's shit, it's Kilban. So we want to know what you think of these things in football. First up, VAR. Kill Diane. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a definite kill ban. <laughs> uh, in the championship, when you guys were in the championship, you didn't have VAR last year? Yeah, there was. They did for a part of it, and then, it, yeah. They didn't do it. For, so this would be. They came back and they never couldn't be bothered and. Too hard, yeah. yeah. So this will be the first full season. Um, well, it's awful, so. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, we've got it here in the A-League, of course, and yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, my second question on Zidane or Kilban, the A-League. Zidane. It's, nice. not as you, it's not as bad as you think it is. It's, it's probably lower championship kind of standard, but I think... Now that the the cost cutting's going to be happening, I think younger players are going to come through, and it's going to help Australia in the long run. Yeah, do you go for an A League team? Do you have a... Yep, Newcastle Jets and nice. VAR screwed us over back in <laughs> Oh yes, I don't forget that. <laughs> uh, it's it's interesting though you say that. I mean, I I'm generally a bit down on the A-League because I, I sort of was quite optimistic for a while and then I think obviously things stagnated a bit and it, you know got to a, a certain point and you know I think of when Timmy Cahill was was coming back and you know there was a lot of excitement and I think since then it's it's lost its identity a bit but yeah. you know I think football has to succeed in Australia because if you look at all the young kids they're all playing football and so I think that when you've got that environment, the A-League has to be viable. So I, I agree with you in terms of I think the future for the A-League is, you know, is more young players from Australia playing. Um, and so maybe it is a bit of a blessing in disguise, some of this cost-cutting, and we, and we do see some more of that. Well, I, I hope so. Yeah, I, yeah it's, it's time for the Australia to have a good football league. I think, yeah, hopefully it keeps growing from where it's at. Um, the last Zidane or Kilban, Gareth Southgate. Is there an in between? <laughs> <laughs> What's between Zidane or Kilban? Nicky Butt? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair enough. Uh, I think he's done all right. Yeah. I think, uh, like, like in the 2018 World Cup, he got lucky on the side of the draw that they ended up in. So they never really had to face a really good team until Croatia in the semi-finals, and we saw what happened there. Funnily enough, I'm not really an England fan. No, 
I grew up watching the Netherlands. Oh. So the great 70s team of the Dutch were, yeah. And, well, and they're doing pretty well at the moment, but they've just lost Koeman, haven't they? Yep. Uh, have they, re- have they replaced him? don't know. I don't think, yeah, because they're, they're looking really good at the moment. Like mm. Van Dijk and Wijnaldum and stuff. They've got a good squad there. But Yeah. Um, let's move on to Leeds. So uh, basically for the next 15, 20 minutes or so, Marcus, we want to hear about what you think of Leeds for this upcoming season. It's the first season back in the Premier League um, after 16 years away, which is a long time for a club. Size of Leeds, which in my head, I'm sure Roger agrees, they should be a Premier League club. They're a Premier League team. They're Premier League size fan base. Um, are you looking forward to the new season being back in the Premier League? It's nice to play Liverpool and Manchester United instead of you know. And no disrespect to the other teams that are in the Championship, but, you know Wigan. But even though they've been in the Premier League as well and won an FA Cup, so you know they've deserved to do it. And at the the past 16 years, we've very rarely deserved yeah. there. But finally, we've got a, I'll say, a head coach because we don't use manager anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, finally, someone who gets what Leeds is about and he's committed. And the pl- he's making the players believe and he's actually making them better players. So, in some way, he's like a a new, improved Don Revy. Yeah. They do the same. They've both got the same kind of attributes of where, like, Don Revy had his dossiers and all that. You saw when the Spygate happened and when Marcelo does his little, you know, <laughs> PowerPoint. presentation, bewilders the entire football world. And that's just the mark of him. And they've so many similarities between them, but he'll probably won't be as in charge at Leeds as long, because he'll probably, depending how well he does, he'll stay two or three years, and then he'll probably drift into the sunset. I was going to ask on Bielsa on that. Um, do you, is there any fear from you that this season, if it doesn't start very well, if you kind of get into the Premier League and it doesn't go so well, is there a fear that? He, he in the past he has left clubs quite quickly um, if things haven't quite gone to the way he wanted and we know he's very particular about the way he does things. Is there any fear that Bielsa's may, if it goes wrong for the first six months, might disappear, or do you think he's in for the long? When I say long haul, year or two to get you guys established back in the Premier League. I think you want whatever happens, he's going to be. I think there for the whole of this season. After that. But I think he wants to test himself against the best. He's been a national coach of Argentina and Chile, and now he's finally got to a Premier League side. So he wants to improve. It's quite mouthwatering, really, to think we've got Bielsa, Pep, Klopp, Marino, everyone's in the Premier League. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's fascinating. I mean, it's like Leeds coming back. I think would be fascinating anyway because of the history that Leeds have, and, and you know, I think there's always going to be a huge amount of interest in them coming back to the Premier League. But I think throw in the subplot of Bielsa, and it, I can't wait to see what happens with Leeds. I just think it's fascinating. I'm I'm not completely. You never quite know what you're going to get 
with Bielsa in terms of how it's going to go and things can change quickly, we know. But um, And I suppose, Marcus, with you know, looking forward to the season, I think in in my head, you know, I think back to Leeds in fairly, you know, recent history being successful. We were talking before we came on on air about, you know, their fairly recent forays into the into the Champions League. Um, you know, when the most recent Australian con- contingent was there in, in Viduka and, and Kiel and, you know, they were one of the most exciting teams in, in Europe at that point. Um, and then obviously you know, you go back further and Leeds, um, you know, have had a huge amount of success in, in England. With that in mind, do you sort of, do you put that to the back of your mind and with next season, you know, you're just happy to survive or do you think there's an expectation with Leeds because you've got that history? Like, I'm just interested to get a feel for what the, you know, the fans, um you know, your expectations are for the season, what you think a successful season would be? Well, a successful season, I think, is staying up to begin with. And then anything else is an added bonus. I personally think we'll be, we could finish anywhere between 7th and 15th. And if we, if we you know, finish up by 7th, that'll be huge. Gives you a chance of maybe getting back into Europe. But if you know, if you know, you're playing harder teams, and if yeah, like I think April we've got a real bad run of where we play the two Manchester's, we play Liverpool, <laughs> and, and it, it's like awful April. And ooh, if, we're, if we're in a bit of strife, you know, that could be where the wheels fall off. If, you know, you do, you hope it doesn't happen. You want us to keep playing the brand of football that we are because it is nice and easy on the eye. And you can, you know, I can't wait till we play Man City and Guardiola and Bielsa meet. Oh, that's going to be amazing. You know, you sometimes you see them in the newspaper and they put a certain thing. They could do them as, you know, two guys in a Western film. And, <laughs> you, know, play or, you know, it's so fascinating and... I don't. I don't feel worried that it's going to be bad. Mm. It's. It's. But it's just going to be one hell of a ride. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, every day is going to. Every day is going to be. You know, as the song goes, we have our ups and downs. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what it's going to be like. Well, it's interesting. So I think that is the general consensus that you get in. The, you know, in the football world, is that you know, no, I don't think anyone's really talking about Leeds going down. Um, which you know, there's a bit of me that thinks maybe that's dangerous because just if you look at you know statistically, the teams that come up from the championship generally do go down. You know, in in yeah. in recent history, but I I I I'm on board. I I don't think that's the case with with Leeds. Um, and you know, Bielsa is going to you know not he's not going to change he's going to he's got a way of playing and so i think he's going to stick to that and it's about the players he he brings in but in terms of the the squad that you're bringing up um do you do you sort of see that generally the squad's strong enough um we've we've seen a couple of recent um signings as you've got um cock the the center back obviously and we saw um who's the the spanish guy John rodrigo the striker rodrigo's yeah. just you know he's obviously playing for spain in the nations league in the week he's coming for for you know 30 million and 
Um, do you sort of see more signings coming in or do you think that generally the, the squad's okay to keep you up? Uh, I think we'll see one or two more signings. I think uh, there's a rumour going around that we're after a Croatian player. I think yes. he might be an international as well. Yeah, he's an um, 18-year-old kid who looks amazing. Yeah. He's another centre-back. Yep. So that's good because the, that's one place where we it is just a slight worry is at the back because mm. we're always playing attacking football and sometimes you forget you know, the back line and, you know, it's all right when we're attacking, but, you know, what if, the, you know, the better teams and we're going to meet better teams play that same kind of football and we're on the back foot for, you know, half an hour, you know, the, the defence has got to stand up. I'm stoked that the two players are internationals. Mm. I mean, that's a, that's a huge bonus. I think Rodrigo's assisted and played in both games yep. that Spain had over the the international break. Um, and if you're starting for Spain, you must be pretty good. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he, like he's a, he, he could be, he, he seems to play in a few positions, which is good. And maybe he'll be the one who eventually replaces Hernandez because how long can he keep going? He's not a Gordon Strachan who can keep going like the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> You'd no. hope so. But I think he'll be, he'll be used, he'll be a great impact player if they decide to, you know, only give him half a game every game and just let him run at tiring defences because he can unlock any defence. Well, Pablo it? Hernandez is 36 now, 35? 35, 35 yeah. Yeah, ex-Wansey. Because he, he's your chief creator, really, isn't he? He's yeah. the guy that yeah. makes stuff happen. Um, yeah. So you think he'll, he's all right for another year or two? Yeah, I think he will be. I, I think uh, they I think will he'll, manage his... He'll be rested... Yeah, mm-hmm. certain games will get rested, or he'll only get half a game. But yeah, yeah. Bielsa was already sort of doing that a bit towards the end of last season because he had a bit of a niggle, and mm. um, I think it was sort of his game time was being managed. And, and I think, I think that will happen again. But I, I completely agree with you, Marcus. I think to have you know a bit of um, additional support in that position because you can't rely on a. 35, 36-year-old, you know, week in, week out every week in the Premier League because it's just, you know, it's too too, in, too intense. So, I, yeah. I, I, and I mean, having a player that can play multiple positions probably fits with Bielsa as well. So, it's... Well, you just look at someone like Stuart Dallas who's like today's Paul Madeley. He, he plays everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, those are the type of players. It's, it's almost like a total football where everybody can seem to play a lot of positions. Yeah, everyone can do their own little bit. On um, Talking of other players in the squad, um, someone who's in the news recently is Calvin Phillips because he's um, got into the England squad um, and everyone started going, oh, he's uh, the Northern Perlow or whatever. <laughs> um, are you able to kind of... The Yorkshire Perlow. The Yorkshire Perlow. If you can, for anyone who like has not watched much of Leeds last season and is a big Premier League fan and is looking out for um, people like Calvin Phillips, can you tell us a little bit more about how he plays and what kind of player he is? Well, he's more of a... Nowadays, he's more of a defensive midfielder, so screening in front of the defence. He started off as more of a, an attacking player and was scoring a few goals. But he sort of... He seemed to lose his way and he does occasionally have these reckless moments where he can get sent off. Yep. But Bielsa's made him turn him into like, you know, he's 
like the leader. And he's a future captain of the club. And he can direct the play. And he can also fit back in the central defence as well. So if things, you know, we have to defend a lot, yep. pushing back and, you know, strengthen the defence. So he's still young. He's got, he's got his whole career ahead of him. And, you know, he's finally getting his chance to prove himself in the Premier League. And thankfully it's at Leeds because, you know, if we hadn't gone out this year, I wouldn't have blamed him if he'd have wanted to try himself in the Premier League. Yeah, and nice. Getting England recognition is huge. So, a, a player that perhaps is a bit more divisive that I'm interested to hear your opinion on. <laughs> I, I think I know a, where this is going. And an area where <laughs> you maybe needed to strengthen <laughs> Patrick Bamford. <laughs> what I mean, you've obviously. Uh, you know, you've brought in a, a forward, which suggests that Bielsa sees that's a part of the an area of the pitch where he needs some competition. I just is Patrick Bamford clinical enough to be a Premier League striker? He can be, but I don't think he's there yet. He did have, I mean, didn't he? Have a really good there. year for Middlesbrough one season. Yeah, like a few he did. Years back. Yeah. He scored a hat trick against Leeds one year. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had 17 goals that season, John, for Middlesbrough, I think, from memory, something like that. Like he did, you're right, he had a really good year. Yeah. But I just... He fits Bielsa's plan. Bielsa doesn't want, uh, you know, a Gary Lineker type of player. He wants someone who's going to work his socks off and that's one thing that Bamford does do. He runs himself around a lot. Mm. And probably by the time the ball does come to him, He's knackered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's not as sharp as what he could be, but he, he contributes a lot to the team. And yeah, you know, some fans love him, some fans hate him, and some fans go in between yeah. each time. Uh, I kind of, I hope he gets a go. Like his movements, I think his movements really good. I think he 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 will make himself chances in the Premier League. I think the biggest thing will be whether he takes them. And I, I think I get the impression that confidence is a big thing with him. So I think if he gets some goals early and gets on a bit of a roll, I think he can have a good year. But if he misses a few and sort of gets the crowd, of, well, crowd on his back, what crowd? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that'll get inside his head a bit. So, um, yeah, I'd, but again, like it's just, an, it's another part of it that I'm, interested to see because he's not he's still got his should have his best football in front of him what's he, he's 20 yeah. 24 or something yeah he's or? young still he's yeah. young yeah um, so Marcus actually I did one because uh, uh, Leeds toured here and Michael Bridges was actually talking about Patrick Banfield because they asked questions and mm. and it was quite funny because uh, Michael Bridges said that he's the same kind of player mm. uh, you know bit of skill but, you know, can miss chances and, you know, sometimes a crowd get on you. And he says what he needs is an early goal and it kicks out his game. Yeah. I think if he gets a couple of early ones in the league and he suddenly goes, oh, I can play at this level, you could see him go and get 10, 15 this year. And getting 15 goals in the Premier League is nothing to be sniffed at. So I think if you can go and do that. Um, I think we've just got to hope that the midfield and even the defence as well can chip in with the goals as well. We can't just lump it on. I know strikers are meant to score goals, but besides <laughs> you know, so the rest of the time. Yeah. Well, on on the rest of the team, for people that um, maybe who haven't watched Leeds under Bielsa, 
can you kind of explain how the Bielsa teams play? Like what kind of football we're expecting to watch? Because everyone says it's going to be exciting and great to watch. Um, but I think for a lot of people in Australia who maybe watch on Optus and watch the Premier League, but haven't actually watched much of Leeds in the last few years under Bielsa, what are we going to get to see? In some ways, we have attacking fullbacks. So usually Stuart Dallas is on the left and Luke Hailing on the right. And they're doing like what Liverpool do, you know, with Alexander-Arnold and the Robertsons. So they, they attack as much as possible. So we do like to play possession football. So like in the championship, I think virtually every game we had 60% of the ball. So we do like to move the ball and we like to move it fast up. Then in the, you know, the front third, that's where it may fall apart sometimes. <laughs> But, you know, like we finished the end of last year with scoring goals. And the good thing is the, the, the fullbacks were, you know, got five goals, I think, each, which for, for your fullbacks is yeah, excellent. That's amazing. For everybody else to, you know, lump in with the goals. And, you know, the midfield is, you know, it's a good, Klisch, uh, Polish mm. uh, midfielder. I rate him. Uh, he's a box to box player. And runs all day, so he uh, he probably runs thirteen k's in a game. So I was going to say, Bielsa keeps his players very fit, doesn't he? So they're all kind of run and run and run. Yep, probably runs them into the ground sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well that, it worked. So. Yeah, I mean, it was, I found it. I thought it was really interesting that Bielsa obviously has a reputation of being he's a very intense character. His teams play an intense you know, very intensive style of football. It take you know, it takes a lot to play football the way Bielsa wants you to play. And um, obviously in his, Bielsa, you know, comes with that reputation. First season in the championship, things are going brilliantly. Um, you know, Leeds look like they're um, going to run away with it early on in the season. And then obviously um, there was a bit, players got burned out second half of the year. And, and a lot of people speculated as to whether Bielsa would stay. And I thought, it was so good that he did stay. And then I found it really interesting that when you looked like you were going to have a bit of a wobble last year, again, in, you know, in the, in the last third of the season sort of kicked on, you know, and came back from the lockdown and just went on, went on a run that shut everybody else out. And I, I, I sort of think that'll be good for, for Leeds, you know, that you haven't and, and Bielsa that, that confidence in his methods, if you like. There's a small part of me that thinks they could be top six at Christmas and then bottom six by the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> it could go brilliantly and then a bit, oh no, it's, oh, we're yeah. exhausted. But do you um, think do you think it'll change, Marcus, or do you think he'll no, just sort of stick no, to his guns? and? Yeah. He's too set in his ways. He knows what he wants. He knows what the players can do. And yeah, it's just the if they get burnt out, that's the only problem. Yeah. But they play less games in the Premier League. You're not playing like, you know, Tuesday night and then Saturday like you were in the championship. So yeah. you might give them a chance to, you know, have a bit of a breather. And Yeah, that's a really good point, actually, because there's a lot less games in the Premier League than there is in the championship and you're not playing um, in Europe or anything. So they might actually work to lead his favour. I think so. Yeah. Um, well, Marcus, we're coming towards the end of the interview. Um, thanks for talking to us about Leeds and getting us to 
know a bit more about them. Um, before we go, um, I just wanted to, if there's anyone out there who's a Leeds fan and wants to get involved with the New South Wales Leeds group, is there any way that they can find you on Facebook or is there an email or website yeah, or anything? There is a Leeds United uh, Facebook page for the New South Wales branch, which uh, Brendan updates all the time. Great. And do you guys watch games in the city and Sydney together? Yeah, is it? Uh, usually it's the Cheers Bar in George nice. Street in Sydney. Is that open at the moment? Uh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Depends if there's any places down there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And we've got three quick... Oh, go on, Marcus, sorry. You're like, there's the guys in Melbourne and the really good one up in Brisbane. They go to the Pig and Whistle and it's just a huge pub. I've been to the Big and Whistle Brisbane. Yeah, they put so many games on everywhere of any sport. And, yeah, it was great. One year we went up and we had the Leeds fans and the Manchester United fans and then the Arsenal fans. and they're all Oh, brilliant. Chanting. Instead of watching the wrong game, they're all chanting at each other. Awesome. Well, we've got three quick questions to finish off before we go. And you've just got one-word answers. Um, what's Leeds' final league position going to be this season? Eighth. Eighth. And what is the best player that Le- any non-Leeds fan should be watching this season to keep an eye on? Uh, the best Leeds player? Yeah, or the, the person to watch out for. Yeah. Calvin Phillips. And a non-Leeds related one, who's going to win the Euros next season? I'll get back to you on that one. It's <laughs> <laughs> a thinking place. <laughs> you say Holland. <laughs> well, awesome. Um, Marcus, thank you so much for your time today. Um, thanks for everyone at home for listening. Um, as always, if you want to get in contact or ask us questions, you can just head to footballshed.com um, or search Football Shed on Facebook. Or you can email us at footballshedpodcast at gmail.com and we'll be back soon with uh, Liverpool's up next. So we'll be talking to a Liverpool fan in the next week or so. Thanks very much, everyone. See ya.